It's just testing and trying versus a failure versus like you're out, you're out of the game. No, it's just something you learn from, you get back up and you keep going. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlosita. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, friends. It's podcast recommendation time. This month, we've been obsessed with listening to the Being Boss podcast hosted by the incredible Emily Thompson. Yeah, Emily does an amazing job talking about what it takes to be boss as a creative business owner, freelancer, and side hustler. She explores the mindsets, habits, and tactics of using creative ambitions to start and grow your business so that you can take control of your work and live life on your own terms. So, so inspiring. One of my favorite episodes of hers is Systems and Strategies for Business Growth, where Emily shares kind of a peek behind the scenes at the growth of her product and retail business, Almanac Supply Co., which you know that another thing we've been obsessed with lately is crystals and um, business building around the universe. (laughs) We're we're very woo now. (laughs) Woo-ish, I would say. Woo-ish. So we (laughs) love, I mean, this is one of the reasons we love Emily because we love how open she was about how her team uses marketing tactics to continue innovating and finding purpose to further the growth of the company. And it helps bridge that online and in-person shopping experience, something we always tell our community to do. Listen to Being Boss wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. We are going to dig into something here that is such an obstacle for so many people. And it's the idea of money, money making. Um, A lot of us identify a scarcity mindset or abundance mindset. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so funny about this? You're saying like, this is, uh, I, I thought, I think that you're like, oh, what did you say at the very beginning? It was, this is something that's really hard for most people. I actually think You don't that find it hard. No, I don't There's find it my hard. There's mindset getting in the way. <laughs> so I think, I do believe that some people are, are great at it. If, you know, you are actually great at making money. You're not great at saving money. Um, <laughs> I save money. <laughs> no, you, you definitely are the mentality of I'll make money instead of having a budget, right? Mm, yeah. But you don't so, like budgets. Uh, no, definitely not. I'll just make more money. I've <laughs> never been of that mindset. But I think that that's the thing is people are one way or the other. And I think that there's a talent to making money and a mindset ability of of getting yourself to this growth mindset. And I think for everybody, um, that's what we want to work on is some people are born with this, honestly. And I like, you know, and some yeah. people have that skill set or, you know, and they're just, they carry it through their life. I'm not sure if people, I mean, I guess people are born with it because people have different levels of like resilience and tolerance to different things. But thank you for calling me out on that word that I used because I think a lot of times we 
speak and we don't realize the words we're putting out there in the world. So when I said it was like hard or difficult or whatever word I use, yeah. I was projecting my own. <laughs> I was like, what? Thanks. I was not expecting there it was. to throw it like that. Scarcity popped out again. <laughs> so good thing that we're talking about this right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we want to dig into some core beliefs of people who are good at making money, right? Because the thing is, is that what we want you to do is we want you to feel empowered. We want you to feel confident. We want you to have a belief that anything is possible for you. And money is one of those things that we're talking about this because we're business owners. And the whole idea here is to have transactions in business to make money from the products we sell. So as we're going to dig deeper into these core beliefs today, um, we're going to go over about seven of them with you. And you can see what identify what you identify with and then write some of these down, right? If you feel like, ooh, that's something I have to remember, write it down, put it on a post-it note in front of you, whatever you need to do um, to remind yourself. So you ready to jump in? Yeah, sure. Oh, but before we do... Make sure that you come join us inside of our free bootcamp and challenge. If you head to theproductboss.com slash sell more, theproductboss.com slash sell more. It's totally free. We're spending 21 days total with all of you. We're going to have four live workshops plus a ch- our bestseller secrets challenge thrown inside of there um, for us all to work together and really think about having this mindset of growth and and really creating this um, plan because what we really want for all of you to do is sell more and do less, right? You mm-hmm. don't have to do more and do more and sell more and sell more. So if you want to go deeper with us, come join us inside. Yeah. Okay. The first one I love because I think this is really important for people to understand is that money is a tool. It's a tool, right? So when you're thinking about money and you're attracting money into your life, know that it is a tool. Is What we believe around money happens to be our own internal thoughts. But in the real world and in the truth of it all, money is simply a tool, right? And it's, it's an exchange. It is um, whether or not we do something or whether or not we want something, right? It's it, it's it's just a tool and nothing more than that. The feelings around it, the thoughts around it are all of our own that we have to work on in order to have money as a tool, right? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, totally. So I think the thing is, is that, you know, some people say it like takes money to make money, mm-hmm. right? Now, while that is true and money can be a tool in that way, I think, you know, one of the other things is like the idea of it, but it does take money to make money. So what does that mean? It means that there has to be some sort of investment initially into something to be able to make your money make more money. So a lot of you have done this already, right? Like you have... um, you bought the raw goods to make your product. Mm-hmm. You paid for labels before you ever sold something. Um, you may have invested into a course or a program, right? It takes money and money is a tool initially. And like you said, people who are good at making money see money as a tool to achieve their goals and improve their yeah, lives. They see it as, you know, I have this money that's a tool for me to unlock this door to this opportunity. What we think usually is like, if we grew up a certain way, you know, this, that money is evil. Money doesn't grow on trees. Money, um, all these different thoughts around it. When in actuality, none of that is true. And money is simply a tool. Everything we think around it is of our own mindset, you know? So it's not true that money is the root of all evil. 
Money is simply a tool that's there and we get to decide what we do. That's why when people win the lottery or they're, let's say they're jerks in real life or they um, are terrible people, it amplifies who they are. It doesn't change them. It amplifies who they are and what they think. So for example, if you're a jerk, you're just a jerk with money, you know? <laughs> and, and money is also a tool of like giving back, right? Giving yeah, to exactly, your exactly. community. That's the other side of people, that. Right. Mm-hmm. We talked, one of our friends, they have a beautiful big business. We're in a mastermind with them and they have grown their business to 10 million. And now they're on a mission to grow their business to 100 million. These are women that are playing big like they're playing in a big game, big field, right? And she said, this is all going to be bonkers, but I just want to just share this these numbers with you. She's like, you know, my husband and I went and looked at $40 million houses the other day. Not that we can afford them, but because we wanted to like think about what would it look like if I ever grew my business to $100 million and was able to buy a $40 million house. I will tell you, I've never, ever, ever considered that except for hearing her talk about it. I was like, oh, that just lifted a lid off my mind. Now, the thing was that she's like, but is it too much? Like she was starting to get critical on herself. And the coach said back to her, look, how many, would you be able to clean that $40 million house by yourself? No. Would you need to hire people for things? Like would, you know, would you have to employ people? Like, would you have to have a team basically run that house? Think like mini hotel. She's like, yeah. So she's like, think about how many people you would be employing and creating industry around your home. Now, I know this sounds a little bit like, um, What's the English? Uh, every, Downton Abbey. Sounds a little down, Downton Abbey. But the idea here is that if you start to think about money as a tool that can provide solutions, can solve problems, can pay for other people's um, livelihoods because you're employing them, then you're not just chasing money for its own sake, but rather you are creating value and creating solutions yeah, with it. That's just a number, right? So for example, it could be $40,000 house. It could be $400,000 house. It could be... 4 million. It could be 40 million, like what you said. Um, Because it's like Ramit Sethi. He's one of our favorite people that we listen to. He teaches, um, I will- Teach you to be rich. I will teach you to be rich. I will teach you to be rich. And he talks about $3 problems, you know, to $30 problems, to $300 problems. And it's just about moving this sliding scale. What our kind of tolerances, right? So for example, um, you know, some of us worry about the price of raspberries. I mean, why are they so expensive, right? (laughs) Whereas like, then you get to a point where you're not worrying about the raspberries. Now you're worrying about, I don't know, some other thing, you know, like um, a house Mortgage cleaner on a or something. $4 million dollar yeah. house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So as you can see, it's just a sliding scale of what are the lids on our brains hold for us. But right. into, what, the point is that money is a tool and it has no feeling around it besides what you give it. Right. No belief system. So let's move to the next thing, which is a, a mindset and belief system. So another core belief of people who are good at making money is that they have a growth mindset. So people believe that their financial success is not predetermined, right? But it's something that can be developed through hard work, through education, investing in yourselves, through decision-making, through creating businesses, right? They don't look at money. um, They have this growth mindset. So they'll even see, because so many of us are afraid of failing. I used to have a bracelet Mm -hmm. that said, what would you attempt to do if you you knew you could not fail? I wore it every day because I realized I had a lot of fear around failure and other Mm -hmm. people's approvals. But what if, and what I've learned from people who are really good at making money is that they see these like setbacks, they see failures 
as opportunities to learn from, to grow. It's just testing and trying versus a failure versus like you're out, you're out of the game. No, it's just something you learn from, you get back up and you keep going. Hey, Mina, how much time do you think we could save if we didn't have to create our own content, such as, you know, blog posts, landing pages, and emails? I'm sure a ton. Creating valuable content takes so much time and productivity away from us. Time that we should be spending on other parts of our business, in our zones of genius, and with our incredible community. Yeah. And how about having time to have fun or hang out with our family or friends? Like imagine Yeah, them too. Them too. (laughs) So that's why we are so excited to share that HubSpot has created its new AI tools, Content Assistant and ChatSpot. The easy to use CRM just got even easier in a world buzzing with AI solutions. HubSpot just released some incredible tools that are going to level up your productivity and grow your business. Whoa, that sounds amazing. What exactly can Content Assistant and ChatSpot do? Okay, so these all-in-one AI-powered tools are designed to help you save time, get more done, and grow your business faster. They can also help you improve your website's SEO and visibility by helping you develop content such as blogs, plus so much more. Whoa, what a game changer. This will save so much time so that we can stay in our zones of genius and focus on our community without having to worry about those tedious tasks of creating content. Exactly. So start leveling up your business and productivity today. Learn more about HubSpot AI at HubSpot.com slash artificial dash intelligence. Hey, product boss. I'm just going to jump in real quick because we have a really exciting announcement. We would love to invite you to our sell more, do less, Bootcamp. Now, this is the Product Boss's Guide to Becoming a Money-Making Machine. So if you are ready to transform your business, we invite you to join us at theproductboss.com slash sell more. That's theproductboss.com slash sell more. Now, this is going to be a game-changing series of live workshops and a challenge. And we want to help you transform your business into a profitable money-making machine fast. Because we know you have massive goals and you'll get that step-by-step training and accountability to help you reach them. We're going to spend 21 days in a private Facebook community where we'll deliver our eight-step bestseller growth formula over eight live trainings and Q&As. So if you only have eight hours to give in the next three weeks, you'll have everything you need to sell more products while doing less. So come join us at theproductboss.com slash sell more, and we'll see you inside. I am Valerie. I am the business owner of Brennan Candle Co. And with the help of Jacqueline and Mina and Multistream Machine, I hit six figures in my first full year of business in 2021. And in 2022, I am set to beat that by about 20%. So thanks, MSM. Yeah. um, I I forget who wrote about this, but it's fixed mindset versus growth mindset, right? So fixed mindset might be that, oh, you know, I have this childhood and I have nothing. So I will continue to always have nothing, right? And you kind of self-sabotage because you're in this fixed mindset of, you know, this is the money that I'm allowed in my life. When you have a growth mindset, you're able to expand upon that. It becomes a world of abundance. I've actually never been afraid to fail. Um, because I don't see them as failures, you know, 
I tend to lean towards abundance more than scarcity. There we so, are on our opposite sides. <laughs> so fear of failure is something I don't resonate with, but I know that Jacqueline has brought up and I know that our community has brought it up. So I think that for all of us getting into that growth mindset rather than fixed mindset, because Jacqueline does, she works really hard on um, this growth mindset of she is limitless, right? She does have this potential, but you're not able to go there if you're so fixed in where you came from and what you were determining where you're going, you know? You have this fixed idea of um, there's a limit. There's a a top. There's an upper echelon of like, once I get there, that's all. That's all I can do. Yeah. Give the example of the ocean, right? Because um, like the ocean is abundant, right? Yeah. That's, a great visual to have. So twofold for ocean. One, whenever I got into scarcity mindset, like I was like, I'm going to run out of money. I'm not going to have a home. Like literally in my head, it's always I'm going to be homeless. No matter how much money I've ever made in my life, whether I made $30,000 or I made $100,000, I made a million dollars. My head, because I had to work on my mindset, was always going to, I'm not going to be able to pay for where I live and I'm going to be homeless. This is from like childhood traumas. Okay. Now, what I first started thinking about was the ocean and thinking about the ocean and the waves of the ocean um, or the tide. And the tide always comes in and the tide always goes out. It always comes in and always goes out. So if I think of money in that way, money will always come in and it will be lower at sometimes it'll go out, but it will always come back in. No one is stopping the tide of the ocean. The second and no thing ma- about the no ocean- no matter how many people have a bucket and pull from it, it's still going to be a freaking ocean. Yeah, you cannot <laughs> drain the ocean. You can't do it with a spoon. You can't do it with a bucket. You can't do it with major machinery. We cannot possibly drain the ocean. So that growth mindset for me is having that hook of the ocean in my mind of just thinking, okay, I can't drain the ocean. It's limitless. There will always be enough for all of us. And the tide will come in and the tide will go out. So I think this, the more you all can look at your growth mindset, think, do I have fixed or growth? And start to work around that, which is why you'll hear us talk about mindset a lot here, especially when it comes to money mindset, um, is because we see it. We know that it gets stuck. We get, I, I'm not gonna speak for you, I get stuck, but I also believe in limitless um, growth. So yeah, you can see how and- I hold both. You actually do have a growth mindset because you're willing to work on it, right? Yeah. And so um, I love this one book. I always buy a book from everywhere we visit. So like when we went to the Beatles thing, I bought a book. Um, This one was from Shed Aquarium. So all the proceeds went to Shed Aquarium. Um, So, you know, my growth mindset is through books a lot of times. So this was called Blue Mind. And the reason why I love this visual of the ocean is because even in there, we come from water. And even if you spend 15 minutes in front of an ocean or no, no, in front of a body of water, it will calm you to a certain degree where you'll be able to relieve something like 30% to 40% of your anxiety in that moment, just from 15 minutes. So for all of you that get anxiety from scarcity or get anxiety from, oh my gosh, worst case scenario, get in front of a body of water of some sort to relieve the anxiety and have this visual of this abundance mindset of the ocean or whatever it is. And it's been scientifically proven that it will help you. So um, I think that could be a takeaway. Okay, so the next one is confidence, right? People with this this type of, um, that know how to make money, they're good at making money is they have confidence. Let's add, let's add a little bit, confidence and persistence. Confidence and persistence, right? Because they have confidence in their abilities to create and provide value in the marketplace, right? They just have confidence that 
if they learn, they can create something they can keep learning, right? Mm -hmm. They believe in themselves and they believe in their ability to succeed, right? So no matter what challenges, like we talked about, those fears of failures, no matter what challenges, obstacles, things are going to get in their way, they have confidence that they can figure things out. Um, Marie Forleo always says, everything is figure outable. It's true. We just have to figure it out. And I think the secondary part to this is that persistence. Because people who are good at making money, they're more persistent and they are more resilient. They do not give up easily and they do not quit when things get hard. Yeah, they keep picking themselves back up. So that's the thing is like when they hit obstacles and you're good at making money, the no doesn't mean no forever. The no means no for right now. And people are good at making money are like, ooh, I know that that person has nothing. To, it has nothing to do with me. I'm confident in myself to know I have a great product. It is no for right now, but I'll come back and follow up with them later because it might be yes later on. You pick yourself up and you keep moving forward. Okay? And I even want to talk from like a startup perspective. Some of you may not be confident that you have a great product because you haven't mm. gotten it out there, but could you have confidence that you're willing to learn and figure out how to have a great park? product, if you're willing to learn and figure out how to sell well, if you're willing to learn and figure out how to market well. So I think all of that is something to think about. Now, the next one is, we always say it, know your numbers or financial literacy, right? So people who are good at this, they understand finance, they understand how money works, they understand if I invest a dollar and I get $2 back, that's a great investment. Yeah, it's knowing their numbers and that's the confidence piece. And I want to roll it into a bigger thing too. Uh, People are good at making money. Also can look at the long-term goals because when you know your numbers, you're able to pan out in a helicopter view and know that I'm doing this right now because in the long-term, I'm going to sustain this, right? And they can helicopter view and know their numbers and project numbers for the future and kind of future cast their goals and then work their way backwards to short term. So not only are they able to make money in the short term, but they're able to roll it into their long-term goals. People who are good at making money, it's a skill, not an injection, a cash injection, right? They're using their money-making talents and mindset to create money for the future and not just money for right now. And that really comes with knowing their numbers, like a literacy to understanding what that looks like, but also the ability to look at long-term goals as well. And this is something we're so, we're focusing on inside of the bootcamp and the challenge is knowing your numbers, right? This Mm -hmm. is so crucial and so important in making decisions moving forward. And then you think about money as a tool, which was our first our first tip to you all, because thinking about that, if, if we said, if you invest $2,000 into a course or a program, and that we can help you make an additional $2,000 a month, right? That is that is 12X the investment. And then they, they're like, okay, if I invest now, I may not feel like I have it all right now, but my long-term goals will be met. So that wraps it with our final uh, tip this for you. This is probably my favorite one, yeah. which is why we're saving it for last save the best for last. Um, That is a willingness to take risks. They understand that taking calculated risks is necessary to achieve achieve their financial success, right? Achieve their goals. They're willing to take risks and make bold decisions. And they, even if they do the research that's in place, even if they do have those skill sets, people who are good at making money understand that it's an educated risk, that they, they're able to do it, but they're willing to make those bold moves, right. right? And I think that that's the thing is that, you know, when you understand that there's an abundance of money out there, that there's not really competition and that you 
there's room at the top for all of us, your willingness to make those bold decisions, it amplifies it, it magnifies it. And um, and then, um, and it creates this amazing life that you have for yourself. So imagine instead of you worrying that you have only one bucket of ocean water, right? And that it's going to mm-hmm. splash out, spill and, and drain into the sand. You're never going to get it back. The ocean is still there. It's abundant. It's still coming in and you can keep making more and more money. You can keep scooping more and more water as you need it. And so think about money as this tool, have confidence, take the risks and realize it's all they're waiting for you. It's just for you to move forward and start to shift your mindset beliefs around this so that you get out of your own way and you help, and we can help you take the right steps, take the right action steps, because we know what we teach you in our programs, our courses, our, our, our challenges, that we're going to give you all of the steps to take to hit the goals that you're hoping. You just have to get out of your own way, my friend. Yeah. I mean, it's living life with spoons or buckets. So for example, if you're living your life with spoons, you're only going to get a certain amount of water from the ocean, right? And you're like, ooh, I have this one spoon. But what if we said that you needed to invest and, and get 50 spoons, okay? I'm going to get my way to 50 spoons. And, we're gonna, and then we say, you need to trade that in for this bigger bucket. Are you Just willing to trade bucket. your 50 spoons in for this bigger bucket? And you're like, ooh, I don't know. That seems risky. These 50 spoons are a sure thing, but... I'm having a hard time carrying all these 50 spoons and doing it <laughs> that way. But one bucket can make you more, right? Yes. Like investing into that. Yeah, I think it's like if you paid $5 for a bucket, that's going to carry like 10 times yeah. more than those spoons. Now imagine that that bucket got you a beach house by the ocean and you got to wake up every single day. And you have other people out there with buckets. To the entire ocean in front of you, right? In abundance and realizing that the tide is going to come in, the tide's going to go out. And you just had to believe in yourself to get there. So we cannot wait to see you all inside of our um, boot camp and challenge to help you overcome some of these mindset things, to help give you the bigger bucket that will lead to the beach house if that's what you want. Um, and we'll see you inside. So thank you, my friends. Yeah, thanks everybody. We're excited to see you in there. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.